You're listening to the Hope United podcast, creating an atmosphere of worship, family, and discipleship. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit HopeUnited.Church. Well, Pastor Joshua has been speaking a series on faith. He spoke on faith to move mountains about two weeks ago. And then last week, I'm not exactly sure of the name, but it's faith in the midst of the storm or something to that effect. Faith to quiet the storm. And so today, I'm speaking to you on faith worketh by love. Faith worketh by love. We've all been given a measure of faith, haven't we? We've all been given a measure of faith. So we all have it. Just close your eyes just a second. Father, we just thank you for your presence here this morning. I just cover this word. I release, Father. I release your anointing in this house for your people for this time. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, when we have faith, if I say the word faith, what do you see in your mind? What is faith? The word says in Hebrews 1, 1 um, I mean, Hebrews 11, 1, says Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what do you see in your mind? If I said faith was yellow, what do you see? Yellow. But when I say faith, what do you see? I'm sorry. I am so struggling because I have a word and I can't go on any further if I don't give it. Pastor Clarence and Pastor Carol, would you mind standing up? The Lord says, for 40 years, the death angel has chased you. For 40 years. And God says, he's tired of it because he's not through with you. He is not through with you. So I break off the strategy of the enemy right now. I break it off of you right now. I render the assignment over. I cast that spirit that pursues You have no rights over this couple. I claim them for the kingdom of God and I bind them to their destiny. I bind them to their purpose. I release them in Jesus name. I release you. The Lord says your days are not up. Both of you. He has assignment for you and you need to look on that. Look on that. Put your faith in that, that he is not done with you. Cecilia and Bill, there's an angel standing behind you. Would you stand up? There's an angel standing behind you both. And the Lord says, I've put that angel there for you to command. He wants you to release that angel right now to sell your business, to accomplish your dreams. I release that angel right now to do the desires of your heart on your behalf, but you need to speak to it and command it to go and do the work that you need it to accomplish. Okay. I apologize. I will stay focused. Okay. Faith. What do you see in your mind? It's like a wispy cloud or steam. How do you, what, what is faith? The definition in the Bible is vague. 
substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> Could you bring me my bag right there, please? So I'm going to do, you know, I was a children's pastor for a hundred years. So everything in my mind comes out as a children's illustration. Thank you. So this is very simple, but we have here a yellow pickup truck with a bed, dump truck. This is going to symbolize faith. Faith is a carrier or a holder. Faith is sitting in this spot. And in here we have Jakey's little thing, majig. And we have a few little things. And these are your promises. These are your dreams. Your hope. This is a place called hope. But how do we get our hopes to manifest? They're stuck here in our faith. The only thing that moves the vehicle is love. Not your love. Our human love won't work. It's when we put our trust in God. Now, when we say the word love, there's levels of love. You know, there's different, different languages. They have different words for love, right? Uh, uh, there's two that I know, amor and tiquero, right? Okay, those are two different, they describe two different kinds of love. Well, in God, the highest form of love is trust. When, when you put your trust in God, things start happening. Now, I can love a godless, addicted, abusing husband. This is, I can love that. If that's what I had, I could love that, but I would not trust him. Would you? No. But if I trusted my man, love comes automatic, right? There's not anyone that you trust that love isn't a given, right? Because that's the highest form of, of love, the trust element. And that's what we have to put in God. And that's what I want you to see today. Is that when you put your trust in God, your faith moves. Now, you know, God says, without faith, it's impossible, impossible to please me. Impossible to please me. But what the faith, if you can just look at it like this. In here, in the natural realm, we breathe air. When we go swimming... We got to come up and get air, right? If they go up in space, they have to have air. In the natural realm, we have to have air. But in the spirit realm, our air is faith. By faith, you are saved. By faith, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. By faith, you prophesy. By faith, you heal. By faith, you bless. By faith, by faith, by faith. You can't function in the spirit realm without faith. Faith is. Faith is. To move your faith, you must trust in God. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to put that little 
definition on pause now. And I want to tell you a dream I had. This March, we were in Norway, and we had a day off, and we were going to go snow skiing. And I woke up with this dream in my mind. It was so strong and so powerful. And it was this little family of five standing in a circle, all happy. And there was a son about 15 and a daughter about 11 and a little guy about six. And they were all happy. And then God pulled it up and I could see there was an army coming toward them. And it was futuristic, like Star Wars, you know, those, those light bullets. And then behind them was like armies from civil war laying on the ground with, you know, these old bayonets and one bullet. And they were like shooting all around and they were in the middle of this battle and they were oblivious to it. They had no idea there was a battle going on. Let me just tell you today, there's a battle going on, whether you know it or not. And unless you fight, you do not win. But if you fight and put your trust in him, you will win. Now, so the All of a sudden, the oldest son was hit in the head, and then the daughter was hit in the stomach, and then the little boy was hit in the back, and the mother and the father just grabbed their heads, and they're wailing and wailing and crying and screaming and screaming and screaming. And I said to God, why don't they fight? Cover your family in the blood of Jesus. Put a hedge around them. Speak the word over them. Why aren't they fighting? Why aren't they fighting? And the Lord said this to me. They have fear rather than faith. They have fear rather than faith. Now, this is the scripture I want to read to you today. Nehemiah 4.14. When I saw their fear, I stood and I said to the nobles and officials and the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Do not fear. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome. And take courage and fight for your family. Fight for your son. Fight for your daughter. Fight for your husband. Fight for your wife. Fight for your life. Fight. Fight. If you don't fight, you lose. But you can't fight without faith. Fear doesn't tack it. Fear will not make you a winner. Only when you put your faith and trust in God. Now, sometimes this sounds so like, so far off. This is a fight. We have Abraham He waited 25 years for his promise, 25 years, but he had this relentless faith. God said, go. And he went because he trusted in God. Abraham waited 25 years, but he trusted in God. Sarah applied the faith and conceived. Then you have Moses's parents, Moses's parents. They believed that Moses was special. So they put their faith in God at the risk at the risk of being killed themselves for disobeying the the king's decree. Then we have Jacob. He put his faith in God and he spoke over. Then you have Jacob, Esau, Joseph. Joseph prophesied by faith that he would leave the land. They would leave Egypt. 
Why? They put their faith in a God they couldn't see. We have to apply our faith and trust in him. Joshua, by faith, marched around the walls for just a word, just a word from God. But he held on to that word. And on the seventh day, those walls fell down. And Rahab believed in that God, put her trust in that God that she didn't even know. But when she sensed him, she recognized him. She put her faith and trust in an unknown God. And she became in the lineage of Jesus Christ. We can't make it in this world without faith. We cannot. Faith is our hope. Faith is our carrier that will carry us if we apply the trust and love in God. Now, there are heroes all through the Bible. When I'm going through something, I go, oh, God, like David, my whole heart is after you. Like Hannah, she loved God so much she was willing to lay her child on the altar. Like Deborah, she was willing to go into battle. Like Esther, Esther, she was a queen that caused a decree to save a nation, her nation. She trusted in God, even she might have even lost her life. Esther could have lost her life. Now we have these heroes in the Bible. For uh, Hebrews eleven seventeen, it's full of our heroes, isn't it? And except for a time, I could tell you of Gideon and Daniel and Joseph and Samuel and David. But for time, that's what Paul said, there's not enough time to tell you all about them. So here are all these heroes in the word. And it says, yesterday, these were our heroes. But I'm asking you today, who are our heroes today? I'm not talking about a basketball star or football star or a Marvel character. Who are our heroes today? Listen to this scripture. This will define your hero. (laughs) And what more shall I say? The time will fail me if I tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Japheth and David and Samuel and all the prophets who by faith I love this. Subdued kingdoms by faith obtained their promise by faith, closed the mouth of lions by faith, extinguished the power of the fire by faith. They escaped the edge of the sword by faith out of their weakness. They were made strong. How many of you out of your weakness? You've been made strong. You know what scripture held me through my whole life? Lord, you are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You are the strength of my life. In whom shall I be afraid? You are the strength of my life. You are the strength of my life. Many times I felt like I had no strength, but he's the strength of my life. Out of weakness, you're made strong. Uh, By faith, they became mighty and unbeatable in battle. Unbeatable. We have heroes in this very room. 
Did you know there's nowhere I can preach this message except right here? Because the heroes in this room, I know you. I know who you are. Marco came over here as a 20-year-old boy with $20 in his pocket. But he had a dream of a family and a life in America. And he held on to his dream because he trusted in God. Pastor Carol and Pastor Clarence. They have given their whole life to touch people in this city, to minister life. They're heroes. What about Annette Overstreet? She serves every time the door is open, she's here. She's my hero. That's a hero. We have to see that we need heroes, but we need to be a hero. We need to accomplish what God has put before us. Who told us life was easy? God didn't promise us peace. He only promised us inward peace. I'm quoting my son from last Sunday. (laughs) He didn't promise us peace. But he's after making us into what he needs us to be for our destiny. So everything, everything you're going through, every process you're going through is after the making of the man, the hero, the hero. See, hope against hope, honey, hope against hope. Surrender it all because God's hand is on you. I'll tell you my hero. It's my little son and daughter. They went through something very serious that I've never even gone through. But they stood strong. We have a healthy little girl now. But they stood strong. They put their faith in God. They held on to a promise that she would be perfect. They held on to a promise. And God is good. And God is faithful. I'll tell you who my hero is. I was a little young man that got in trouble as a teenager. Was with the wrong people. But for 20 years, Minerva, you put that boy on the altar. He gets out of prison this week, doesn't he? Now, now that's a hero. That's a hero. But some of you, some of you right now are in the heat of the battle. And you're weary. The word says, don't be weary in well-doing. Please don't be weary. If you could hear the tone of his voice. Please, my love, my beloved, don't be weary. Find your strength in me. If you are weary today in the battle, we all go through our battles. But if you're weary in the battle... I just want you to come up here. I just want to pray a general prayer, but I want to touch you. 
I want to encourage you because God is good and God is faithful. God will not fail you. We fail ourselves. We fail each other, but he does not fail us. He never lets us down. He's always faithful, faithful to the very end. Jesus is the finisher. Jesus, he finishes what he promises. Put your promises, your hopes, your dreams in the carrier of faith and let your love in God carry you through. Can we do that today? Can we turn our trust? Can we put that problem, that situation, that promise, that hope, can we put it on the altar today and not take it out of his hands? Don't be afraid that you're going to lose this battle. Don't be afraid. Don't be full of fear. Don't be afraid to fight. Fight for your family. Fight for your children. Fight for your health. Fight for your life. Fight, fight, fight. That's the only way we fight with our faith. Thank you for listening to the Hope United podcast. Be sure to visit hopeunited.church for more exciting content. 